Welcome to these flimsy rituals, an actual play podcast focused on telling small stories in big worlds. Joining me today are Thryn Henderson. Hi, I'm Thryn, and you can find me at Thryn. Steve Martin. Hey, I'm Steve, and uh, I'm on Twitter at purple underscore Steve. And Elizabeth Simones. Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and you can find me on Twitter at Games. And I'm your host, Adam Dixon. You can follow me on Twitter at @tdixon, and you can follow the show on Twitter at FlimsyRituals. So today we're going to be playing a game of History is Gone But We Remember by Ben Auden Roswell. It's a game available on itch.io, so if you listen to the show and enjoy it, you can find it there. But basically this session is going to be another of our Shards and Fragments episodes. We're going to be playing in the same world as our main campaign, Tiding, which is called Rhine, but we're going to use like a one-shot game to kind of fill in some of the blanks on our map. History is Gone But We Remember is a game about storytelling. It's a game where the four of us are going to think about some reasons to tell stories, we're going to create some prompts, an oracle deck, of like elements we want to include in our stories, and then we're going to take it in turns to, to kind of make some up. So our shards and fragments games are often what we point to when people ask us what they should listen to first. So if this is the first time you're listening, I thought I'd start off by giving just a very brief oversight of the world. So like the main thing you're going to need to know is the remnants, which are big titanic god husks rule and define the world. They are like colossi that are kind of focused on a domain, and they shape the landscape around them according to it. A remnant of bounty might create forests full of fruit, a remnant of perfection might create a landscape filled with thousands of copies of the same flower as it kind of strives to achieve the perfect one. And our storytelling is about finding the human heart in this world. It's about telling the stories of the humans that kind of live in this world that is bigger than them. There are some other facts to the world, but I think we're going to find out about them as we play and as we tell these stories, so I don't want to dive in too much. Um, but understanding like the remnants is going to help a lot. So I'm going to start by reading out a little bit about this game, like the game's introduction, just so we can kind of understand all of us what we're playing. The history of this world is destroyed, crumpled into dust. We have no books, only images. We have no words, only songs. If we know our histories, they exist only in memory and mouth. This is a game about unfolding history and creating a shared mythos. It is also a game about images and history and oracle cards. You play a group of storytellers, historians, old folks and bards. Those who keep the memory of what was lost alive. You have gathered to exchange stories and tell fortunes as an act of preserving history. So, we've kind of decided to leave this fairly loose in where we are. I think we're going to play to find out who we are and what stories we're telling. But before we came together to play, we did the first two steps of the game. So in the first step, we spoke a little bit about the different reasons that people might tell stories. 
and we've kind of got a list of them so that when we're playing, we're going to draw them and that will give us inspiration for the stories we're about to tell in the game. So does someone want to start by like reading through that list, the different reasons we've got? Yeah, no worries. Um, so we've got uh, to remember tomorrow, working our way back, teach the listener a lesson, glorify something, to be made welcome, to keep us safe, to keep connection, to pass time, to go to bed, to lighten the mood, to brag, and to punch something you can't punch. <laughs> I like that last one a lot. It's so good. Um, and the second thing we did is uh, we created our Oracle deck, which is basically a list of story elements that at the moment are quite vague, but we're going to define and shape through play. Would someone like to share what they are? So we've got escaped livestocks, soldiers who won't be ignored, a painted remnant, warming soup, a circular lake, a trickster envoy, a lost gift, a herd of boulders, a danger in the wild, a rickety old boat, a wayward star, impossible depths, a determined fisher, a favorite blanket, a gigantic squash, a lifelong friend forgotten, an injured animal, a song that won't get out of your head, a beautiful instrument, and a rush of water. So the way this game is played is we're going to take it in turns to tell stories. And when we tell stories, we're going to be drawing from one of the reasons to tell stories, and we're going to be drawing some of the story elements. And from those elements, we'll decide which ones we're interested in, and we will kind of construct a story around them. As we play the game, we'll be adding more details to those elements. We might decide to name them and get more precise about what that means. So we might decide that our escaped livestock is a herd of goats. We might decide that the painted remnant is a specific remnant of a place. And we're also going to add associations to those elements as well. So if we decide that the group of livestock represents a spirit of rebelliousness in our group that is telling the story, then we will add that association to it. Another thing to note is that the elements we've got at the minute are just our starting elements. Um, at any point during the game, we can kind of add to that as well. So now we've got our reasons to tell stories, we've got our oracle deck created. It's time to tell our first story. And the way this works is whoever that person is chooses a slip of paper from the bowl of lots, and this is the reason you tell this tale. And then you're going to ask one of your fellow players to deal three cards from the oracle deck for you. You'll choose the one that inspires you the most, and the one that most matches with the reason you drew from the bowl. You shuffle the two unused ones back into a deck, and return the lot to the bowl from which it came. And then you're going to tell us the story you'll be telling and why, feeling free to embellish on the elements you drew. We don't need our stories to be long or detailed. These are stories meant to be remembered and passed down. These are kind of folk stories and folk histories. So the other thing that is worth noting 
before we start to play is that as you're telling your story, um, you can use the Oracle deck in different ways. So there are three options. You may at any point introduce a new element to shape your story. You do that by drawing a card from the Oracle deck. So if you want something new adding in, you can just draw a new card. You can also turn to someone else at the table and ask, what do you remember of this story? And they reply by drawing two cards from the Oracle deck and handing one to you to add to your spread. They also suggest how it fits into a spread or story or suggest a specific reading of the card. You're always the keeper, but like they might be able to like weigh in. And the third way is you may at any point stumble upon a new element you didn't think to name when setting up the deck. So if you start to describe a lighthouse at sea, you might then add that to the Oracle deck. And that becomes a future element that we might draw from in our stories. So a last couple of things before we start our first story is, as we go, we're going to learn what each card's true meaning is. Start with what is depicted on it. This is the name of the thing you first wrote on it. Um, but you might start to like define that as you go. So if you wrote Meteor Shower during setup, you might later name it the seventh fall of heavenly bodies. As you tell your stories, have people add things to cards, including symbols related to it, possible interpretations, related themes, the tone of the card, elemental associations, hidden meanings, and so on. So you might have a card called a Queen Empress Lance that has shown up on in two spreads, and in both of them it's been to like a tragic effect, so we might write a sign of tragedy to a card. So we should think of these cards as not just like literal story prompts, but a little bit like tarot cards. The final thing is at any point, if you think of another reason to tell a story, feel free to add that to our bowl of lots. Okay, so to begin, we choose the person with the longest memory and they go first. If you can't figure out who that person is, then the person who called this gathering together goes first. I guess for us it's, does anyone have a strong inclination to go first? I have a strong inclination for you to go first, because you seem to understand this a lot better than I do. Okay, so the way this works is I choose a slip of paper from the bowl of lots. The reason I'm telling the story is to pass time. And then... um. Someone draws me three cards from the story elements. Ooh, we've got a painted remnant, a trickster envoy, and a danger in the wilds. I like them all, I don't know which one to choose. Danger. A danger. A danger. Yeah, I might go for a danger in the wilds. That sounds, that sounds fun. So... Before I start, does anyone have any strong thoughts about where we are? Or who we are? Or should we just find it out while we're playing? Yeah, let's find it out as we go. Okay. I think the, the image in my head is maybe we're in somewhere that at least feels like a little bit hostile to us. But we're kind of in a safe space within that, maybe like around the fire or in a cabin or something like that. And I think my character is like maybe like a big bear woman with like thick fur and heavy teeth, sort of like leans forward. Friends, I don't know how much you've 
heard about this place. I don't know whether you've heard the stories, the rumours, about what has happened here in the past. And I kind of like raise my arm up, holly towards like a peak of the mountain in like the background. And I think I maybe look at Steve's character here. Do you have a sense of who your character is? I think it's somebody somebody very tall. Okay. Who's standing up, slightly away, with their back turned, and looking at something that nobody else can see. Or just seem to be looking into space, but in, into empty space, but doing so very, very intently. And... And as you point to the mountain, hmm? here, where we're sat, or or over there, where 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 you're you're pointing, uh, what 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 kind of story is this? This is the story of Kearns Brook. You know of it, surely. What do you remember of this story? And I think what I'm doing is I'm doing the second of the actions we can do, which is you turn to someone else at the table, ask what do you remember of the story, and they can reply by drawing two cards from the Oracle deck and handing you one to add to your spread. So Steve, would you like to draw two cards? Yes, yes I would. Uh... Kernsbrook, 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 Kernsbrook. Hmm. They sing that song there, don't they? Uh, the oh gosh, I I can't remember how it goes, but it's been stuck in my head, and yet I can't seem to I can't seem to remember the notes. I can't sing it, but I can hear it. You know the the song that that you can't get out of your head. You've heard it, yes? Is this that story? It is. And no, I have not heard it. Well, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd happily sing it for you, but, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> As any traveller would know, when you go into that valley, into that crook of awful barren land, when you get near Kernsbrook, you stuff your ears with moss and you do not listen. Wait, really? No, n- n- nobody ever told me that. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's perfectly harmless. Uh, it's, it's just you know a a a a, a small distraction. I I think my character kind of just sighs and shakes her heavy head. Um, and then I think I might just hand it over here. Actually, like, it's only a really short story, but I think it's a good point. Um. I kind of shake my heavy head and lift my hand to point at Ziz's character. Do you have an idea of what your character's like? Um, I'm going to go with maybe some kind of fisher person who does lots of traveling. Okay. Uh, someone that spends their life at sea or on lakes going to different places. Okay. And I think I say, like, tell me you've heard the story right. 
I've definitely heard of the story of Karen's Brook, but not one where you stick moss in your ears to not hear it. But you know about the song and what happens if you hear it? Well, I've heard a couple different versions in my travels, but I think my my favorite one... How do I add in other elements? Yeah, so um, what we do is I finish telling my song. Um, and the way this works, because we've kind of not introduced this to the audience, is once you're done telling the story, you hand off to someone else. And then the person with the next longest memory should go next, or we pass it to the left. In this case, I've kind of called on Ziz. And the next storyteller draws a reason to tell stories from the bowl, just as the first storyteller did. And then rather than selecting a new card from the Oracle deck, they should instead choose from the previous story spread, which currently is A Danger in the Wild and A Song That Won't Get Out of Your Head, which we've kind of, while we're playing, I think someone's named The, so the Song of Karn's Brook. And they choose one of those, they shuffle the rest of their cards in, and then they tell a story about the element we've in introduced. They tell like a new story about it. So yeah, you draw uh, a reason to tell stories. All right. Well, I have uh, just drawn a reason to tell stories. Okay. And I got my favorite one. To okay. punch something you can't punch. Okay. That sounds good. And then you choose one of these um, two cards, uh, two oracle cards to, to tell this story about. So do you want a danger in the wild, which would maybe be you telling a story about a different danger in the hills? Or... Uh, the Song of Carnesbrook. I'm going to go with The Song of Carnesbrook. Okay, well, just as a reminder, while you do your story, you can do three things. You can just draw a new card, you can get someone else to draw some cards for you, or you can just create a new element if you want to. Okay. Well, your story reminded me of a different version of the myth around The Song of Carnesbrook. I guess I've heard it used as a way to ward off dangers of singing it as loud as you can. But I can't quite remember what, what you're supposed to use it against, like what it helps for. Thryn, could you help me remember what this might be about? Yep, yeah, so I have to draw you a card, right? Yeah, yes. you draw two cards and pick one. Ooh, that's a good story element. What have you got? Uh, I got escaped livestock or painted remnant. Um, and I think painted remnant is a much better song basis than escaped livestock in this particular situation. Well, yes, it was about a painted remnant, but actually there are words painted across this remnant, like symbols, not necessarily words. And those, when you sing about them, create a feeling of gentleness about you, which soothes any, anyone that might come close. I guess that's why you might put moss in your ears if you're going through a region where you don't want to feel gentle or dangerous creatures might be singing the song against you. But 
I think it's lovelier when it's, it's just sung as you walk through a forest or I sing it when I'm charting the seas just to make everything feel gentle, maybe even the seas. Okay, is that the end of your story? I think so. I think that's it. So then we check to see whether there's anything we want to add. So I've added the association to a song that won't get out of your head to gentle. Um, is there anything you want to add to the painted remnant? Maybe the association song? Something, yeah, association song or painted symbols or... And like the third thing to check, are there any cards that we want to put? Any oracle cards, any story elements that we feel like we've covered that aren't necessarily here? Um, I guess ear full of moss might be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So then the person with the next longest memory is the next person to tell a story. Um, I guess either Fryn or Steve. Do either of you want to go next? Uh, sure. Okay, um, I have drawn to glorify something. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, so the three out are An Earful of Moss, The Song of Kernsbrook, and A Painted Remnant. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, I think I think The Painted Remnant. I like that one. So- something extra would be, would be cool. Do you want to draw on yourself? Yeah, I will. Escaped livestock. <laughs> Okie dokie. Right. Um... Well, uh, um, painted, painted remnant, painted. Uh, do you know? Uh, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure if I've heard, uh, heard of the, 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 the remnant you're talking about. Uh, long time ago it was. Um, uh, when I was, when I was traveling. Uh, gosh, can't, can't quite remember the, 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 the name. Um, uh, great, great, expansive thing. I mean, was it, was it a remnant or? Or was it a mountain? Um, could have been a could have been a mountain. They could have painted painted the mountain. I think searching for sheep. They were searching for their searching for their sheep. Uh, these people, wonderful, wonderful people, you know. Um, every 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 day, first thing as soon as the sun came up, the animals would would just leave. They'd come back at night, of course, uh, to be fed and uh, sheltered. I I I assume, but. During the day, they just wander off on their own, and no shepherds, no, no, no watch, no guards, nothing like that. And these, I think they were sheep, something, something like sheep. And they'd wander out onto the hills, and they'd, they'd cut, smear themselves in, 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 in berries. They'd wander through the the bushes and get themselves all covered, and then just like, and then brush, brush up against the rocks, painting, painting the mountain or the the remnant, the rem. Climbing all over the remnant and painting it with, with themselves, with the berries. It's bizarre, bizarre animals they were, and the people instead of instead of stopping them and uh, great danger, huge, huge amount of danger. They'd climb over rocks and you know fall off, and these sheep, I think, I think they were sheep, would climb trees and fall out, and sometimes wouldn't come back even. But nobody, nobody seemed to mind because the things they painted just beautiful. Patterns, abstract, 
I don't know what they were. I don't know what they meant. I don't think anyone did. Perhaps they meant nothing. But everybody just sat there and watched from their houses. They watched the the the, the remnant, uh, the, the the mountain, um, covered in these spirals that faded with the rain and the sun. And the sheep, I think they were sheep, they would, would, would go out again and again. And new, new designs, new patterns every single day. Sorry, um, we're talking about the song. Uh, uh, the, 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 uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, can somebody somebody draw me a card and, and chime in and remind me what the hell I'm talking about? Yeah, Ziz, did you have you drawn cards yet? No, I failed. I tried. Okay, let me try again. All right. Hee 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 hee. It's either gonna be about a rickety old boat or a favorite blanket. And I am obviously tempted by the favorite blanket. But I I think for this one, I'm going to add a rickety old boat. Okay. And you can say how it fits, or you can just leave that for Steve to decide. I think I'd, it might be interesting how it fits of seeing these symbols appear every day from a rickety old boat on the lake, but never getting close. Yeah, okay. So there you go. Take it away, Steve. Uh, the 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 boat. The boat. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, the boat. Um, um. Yes, the, the 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 mountain. The mountain. We could always see. We could always see the mountain from from our boats. They lived on boats. These people. Strange, strange place to keep sheep. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 of course uh, uh, assuming they were sheep. I've I. Uh, they certainly called them sheep, uh, but you know I've I've seen them in other places and they look very very different. So perhaps it was just a peculiarity of the of the local language, you know. Um, anyway, they they they'd climb out of the water, yes yes, uh, from 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 the boats every day, and and they sang uh, the 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 song. They sang they sang the song. Uh, it keeps it keeps them safe. The sheep, they sang the song, and the song, it keeps them safe. <laughs> Steve, I desperately want to help your character. <laughs> Draw some cards. Give me some more things. <laughs> Do you want some more things? Hell yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> I'm, How long are we I'm getting this into this. I'm getting into this. <laughs> this story will never end. Yes. This is... <laughs> but you might have to chime. You might have to chime in in character. And <laughs> okay, twelve and fourteen, which is impossible depths and a favorite blanket again. Again, um, I, I think I think that's a sign. Um, yeah, so I think my character looks up and is like, "Did the sheep sing, or did the people?" Hmm. Hmm. What? What? Sheep? Uh. Um. <laughs> oh yes. Uh. The, the 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 sheep the sheep with the with the little blankets ah uh, the mm. I've heard the a blanket made from that sheep's wool lends its owner the perfect voice oh oh well well 
Perhaps they were sheep then. All I really remember is the... The songs, and the, 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 the mountain, the painting, the painting, the, the symbols all over, all over the place. Yes, and and I think that they just kind of turn around again, and just start staring off into the distance, and mumbling, and just leaving the rest of you to your stories for, for a short while. Okay, so before we move on, is there, are there any new cards you want to add to the story elements? Do we want to add anything... Any associations or names? Uh, singing sheep. <laughs> we, I think we add that as a name to the escaped livestock. And the blanket that gives you a perfect voice. Yeah, so do we call that like the singer's blanket? Yes. Um, I'm not sure if that was a good story, but it was fun to tell. So. It was very good. Steve, I would lay my life down for that story. It was, it was very funny. <laughs> it was very good. Um, okay, friend. Do you do you want to go next? Lord, I don't know if I can follow that up, but we'll we'll try. Um so I think I'm going to I'm going to go from the singer's blanket. Okay. And do you want to get a reason to tell stories? I do want that. To keep us safe. Okay. Um I think across the fire from Steve's character is a sort of round, soft shape. Um, and it, it is a sort of seal-like person, or walrus-like, whichever you prefer. Nice. And they, they blink two big, round, dark eyes slowly, huff loudly out through their nose, makes all the whiskers on their jowls quiver in the firelight. And slowly and ponderous they go, Don't be daft. <laughs> That's not the story I heard. Just an important I, I question. I love them. <laughs> Go on. The, the, does this character have tusks? Um, no, just really big, soft nose pouches. Ooh. Like, around the nose and cheeks. Nice. They're so good. Yes. And they've got sort of silky, tawny seal skin. Yes. Aww. I love them. And they, they shake their head slowly with as much kind of sideways motion as they have, and roll around a little bit to face everyone else, and say, You can't get a perfect voice from a blanket. You have to have a perfect voice to get the blanket. A gift from a remnant. I heard she called the sheep down from the mountain, just by singing. So well, all the sheep would come. Some weren't even hers, I heard. And the remnant gave her the blanket, so she'd stay on the mountain all night and sing to it. You have to treat your remnants right, if you want a nice blanket. And then they do another big huff and kind of settle back down. Okay. I, I could I could really get on board with this, like a religion where being good to your gods got you nice blankets. Mm-hmm. That sounds <laughs> great. That's the important things in life, Steve. Yeah. No, I love it. Absolutely love it. Huge, huge fan of of blankets. If someone wants to uh, random story element me okay. to uh, get a little bit more out of this seal friend. 
please feel free. And while we're doing that, should we add a new card? Just because this, like, I guess you do this as a player, friend, but it seems like the Shepherdess or something like that might be a... Yes. Um, I'm going to call it... Let's go for the Silver Tongue Shepherd. Okay. So, our options are Impossible Depths or a gigantic squash (laughs) (laughs) solid options Thryn I'd really like you to tell me a story it's the gigantic squash isn't it about the gigantic squash yeah yeah do you want to suggest how it is involved or do you just want to no I don't I I just want Does anybody else a story about a gigantic squash? Okay, okay, okay. So um so my character who's, you know, the sort of tall wearing a wearing a a wide wide brimmed hat and just kind of muttering to themselves over a, a, a small distance away suddenly snaps snaps around and scurries back to the fire and says yes yes we've 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 uh uh, uh we've all heard this one with the, the 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 singing and the 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 mountain and the 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 giant squash we all know how it ends the squash uh but 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 <laughs> tell something new tell something original uh uh history tell some new history you're so welcome friend <laughs> they they blink the the round black eyes again and and huff again and all the whiskers tremble and they go you can't skip the squash. It's the whole point of the story. Except the good blanket, I suppose. The thing about blankets, though, is you can't eat them. You can't stay on a mountain forever just singing to sheep in your blanket. And so, eventually, she left the sheep all alone and tried to walk back down. But you can't say no to a remnant, can you? And so round and 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 round round (laughs) she went. Until she didn't know which way was what. And all her feet were raw and ragged. And the poor sheep were nuzzling, worried she might collapse. And so she did, right there on the stone, wrapped in her lovely blanket. And cried out to the remnant, Oh, won't you let me leave this mountain, for I have an awful hunger, and I cannot sing to you if I am bones. And she wept right into her lovely hands, and as it fell through her fingers, on one hand it was seeds, and through the other hand fresh saltless water and as she watched the biggest squash you've 
ever seen grew right there from the ground. And she was so thankful, she vowed never to leave the mountain again so long as the remnant would provide. And they say you can still hear her singing in the night. I love their voice. This is making me so sleepy. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can talk again if you want to. Really it's like time for that. the bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end of your story, friend? I, I think that sounds like a, a good okay. a good one. So I guess what we do now is do we want to name any of the cards or add associations? Um, where's the big squash? <laughs> Gigantic squash? I feel like we should name it something, but I'm just not sure what. Was it grown from tears? Yes. Tear squash. <laughs> um Why oh. don't we just call it the teardrop squash? Yeah. Maybe an association for it is hunger as well. Yeah, hunger or like need? Yeah, need is good. So I think my character lifts her head up. I think she's been listening intently this entire time, but has kind of sat quiet for a little while. Maybe just having a drink and like watching the fire and listening to stories. And I guess the first thing I need to do is roll to see why she's telling her next story. To pass time again is what I got. Okay, um, I think I'm gonna keep the Silvertongue Shepherd for my story. And would someone like to deal me some cards? I think my character like leans forward and is like, that's a good story. I have a good story about her too. Is it the one with the boat? I like that one. It is. And I think I'm just going to draw a third element. It's the story of the boat and the liar. You see, that shepherd, friends, while she liked being up on that mountain and helping the remnant do whatever that remnant needed to be done, while she enjoyed singing, after ten years up there, she began to dream of going back down the mountain. She was getting lonely with just herself and the sheep. She was getting bored of eating squash. And every night when she saw those sheep head back down the mountain, she wished she could go with them. She dreamt of going back to the boats on the lake. She watched for them every night. She watched their little lights appear on their prows, and she wished she could go back down the mountain to her people. She knew that it wouldn't be easy, so she waited for an opportunity to go back down that mountain. And it came one day when someone else came up the mountain. This was the only other human that she had seen in those ten years on the mountain side. A young man, tall and handsome and with a smooth voice. With him, he carried a musical instrument, a lyre. 
While they spoke and shared food on the mountain, she goaded him into playing that lyre. She offered to sing for him, if he would only but play. The two of them spent a moment playing instruments and singing on the mountain, his voice not quite to her quality, but nearly as good. And later in the night, while the young man played and sang, the shepherd snuck off back down the mountain, the remnant focused on the young man. And for the first time in ten years, she found her way to the shore of the lake. She had slipped the remnant's attention, and she spent a night on the boats that she was born on. And I think my character looks back over to Frins and is like, is that the one you meant? Did I, did I tell it right? Oh, that was lovely, yes. Just like my mother used to tell it. But I think you forgot the part about the lake. Can't have the story without the lake now, can you? No, I guess... I guess I don't much like what comes next in the story. Well, that's a shame. I see what you mean, but I always liked how the lake was so circular. You all know, of course, that I may have been lying when I said that the shepherdess just slipped away for a night. You all know, of course, that she spent days sailing on a boat to that lake's centre. I'm not sure I, I really want to talk about what happened after that. I mentioned the moss in the ears and why that song is dangerous now and, and what that shepherd did next is why. And I think that's the end of my story. I shake my head a few times and, like, lean backwards. Steve, you want to tell us why that song's so dangerous now? Okay, so before we move on to Steve, should we add names or anything or associations? I'd like to add, um, Tall Young Man as a card. An association for the, for the lake could be, like, temptation, or maybe the boat, like, being tempted away from the remnant. Yeah, I like that. Also, I quite like the lights as an association. Lights on the prow is quite a nice image. I've added the the uh, the journey to the centre as an association for the, the circular lake. Okay. So yeah, I think I'll hand it back over to you, Steve. Do you want to draw a reason? Ah, <laughs> uh, to go to bed. Oh no! <laughs> this this might be a mistake. I'm already so sleepy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yes, yes, the, the 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 lake, the lake, of course. Uh, I, I think I think they've um they've kind of settled down a little bit after this the the, the frantic outburst, the the soothing cadence of the last couple of storytellers has uh, settled them down a little, and they they sat, sat back on their on their haunches. Uh, yes, the 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 the. The lake, of course. And, uh, 
per- perfect circle, they, they, they say. Uh, even the banks, totally smooth. As though, as though something were, were removed from the, from the land. Uh, or perhaps something was placed there. Maybe the land was taken away, or maybe the, 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 the space was added. And it all comes back, it all comes back to the song. The song they sing, the song of the sheep. The sheep, the sheep and the, 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 the memories. The song, the song in your head. The centre of the lake, at the centre of the lake is, is, is the reason. The reason that everything, everything around there, it's so strange. The remnant. Is it a mountain, or is the mountain the remnant, or is the lake the remnant? Uh, perhaps, perhaps they're one and the same. The mountain, the mountain, the lake. What if, what if, what if, uh, what if the lake was was once the mountain? Or no, 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 no. The mountain was once the lake. The mountain was taken from the lake, and at the center is the remnant. Was the remnant? The center is where the remnant was, and that's where she was going. Or so I've heard. And she journeyed, took a little boat, and went where none of them, where none of them went. And none of them followed, except for him, the tall, the tall man with the, with the gentle voice. Can somebody draw me a card? Yeah, uh, the lost gift. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I think I, I think I know. I think I know where this is going. And as she as she travelled out out onto the lake, she 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 remembered as uh, as the sun set for the second time, and the water was still, and the winds died, and she stopped moving, and she sat, and and it became cold, and she became hungry. And she remembered the gifts that the remnant once gave her. And she tried to wrap herself in her, her, her blanket. Wrap herself in the blanket that the remnant had given her, but it wasn't there. She'd left the blanket at home. She'd left the blanket in the village, or, or, on, or on the mountain. Was, was, it, was it the mountain? I think she left the... Anyway, the, the 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 blanket wasn't there. She'd she she'd forgotten the blanket. The gift that the remnant had given her, the protection, the symbol of of everything it promised her in exchange for what she gave it. And he followed. And he had her blanket. And and the blanket was was was, was the promise, the the deal, the the life that she she ran away from. And the next morning, the wind picked up again, and her boat carried on towards the centre. Or, or did it carry on away, away from the mountain, away from from the gift? Both, you know. I think, I think it's 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 towards and away uh, from. And as she closed towards the centre of the lake, the 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 song, the song of the sheep, the sheep that she'd left behind, and the mountain. Uh, she heard it again. Except it wasn't her singing, and it wasn't the sheep singing. It was the 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 the, the island, the the, the centre where the remnant was, or or, or wasn't uh, anymore. Uh, and the wind carried her onwards. And I suppose, well, perhaps somebody, 
somebody could tell us the story of the centre of the island, the, the, the lake where the remnant wasn't. I think my character fell asleep partway through that story. <laughs> Yeah, character. <laughs> this is this is method for really. <laughs> I think my character like kicks you awake under the table or something like that. Uh, do you want to roll a reason to tell a story and choose one of these two things to tell it about? Okay. So I choose the new one, telling a story to stay awake. Tell us something exciting. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can do that. Do you want the lost gift or the circular lake? I think the circular lake, but I would like some more things to talk about. Can two people give me a card each? I need more things. <laughs> I got the uh, the blanket again. <laughs> uh, I got berries that paint the mountain. Okay. Hmm. I remember a story, I think, ten years later on. It was about the young man. Because I don't think he fell, he followed right away, because he couldn't break free of the remnant. Not yet. His song wasn't finished. But later on... He was able to make a deal with the remnant, and he taught the sheep to sing. He taught the sheep to sing so that the remnant would never be lonely again. But the young man was curious about where the shepherd had gone all those nights before. And so, with the remnant's permission, he was able to take the gift of the favorite blanket and he was able to take a small basket of the berries that paint the mountain and he went down towards the lake and when he got to the boat he used the berries to paint the boat just like the way the remnant was painted and he used the blanket to make a small sail. And as the winds blew through the sail, the sail began to sing. Not so much sing, but the wind traveled through it in such a way that it made notes. And the young man decided to harmonize with the singing sail on his painted boat as they traveled across the lake. <sighs> now the young man wasn't a sailor and didn't really know where they were going and rather foolishly trusted the wind to take him where he needed to go. Just lay down in the boat and looked to the stars plucking on his lyre as he went, until the wind stopped. I can't quite remember, because I'm very sleepy. What happened then?
and I think the very, very sleepy Fisher looks to the walrus person. Now I'm very sleepy. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> this is this is a dangerous podcast. We need to put a, like a warning on this. Don't listen to this if you're driving a car. <laughs> Do not operate heavy machinery under the influence of flimsy rituals. <laughs> I think I think they yawn real big. I heard it had a sad ending, and I don't much like those. Unfortunately, many of these stories have sad endings. I'd always heard the first part and the end part as a child and I could never figure out how she stayed on the mountain the whole time and left the mountain as well, and I thought my mum had lied to me. But I heard much later that she did both, and when she'd longed so much to leave, the remnant had let her body go, and kept the spirit to sing to it. I don't think they ever found each other again. Isn't that a sad tale? That is extremely sad. And now I am both sleepy and morose. I never heard how he found the shepherdess. But I don't think it will have been what he was hoping for. No, it wasn't. I remember now. When the wind stopped, and then the singing of the sails stopped, and the boat stopped, the young man sat upright, because he assumed he had reached the destination, and he had. The boat bumped against a little rock, a small island in the middle of the lake, that was perfectly circular, was perfectly round, just like the outside of the lake. And on that island, in the middle of the lake, was a small house. And in that house, the shepherd he had met so long ago. And seeing the shepherd, he was very excited. Because now, with the singing blanket, with the winds, with the lyre, with his gentle voice, and the silver-tongued shepherd, they would be able to finish the song for the remnant. But... While the shepherdess was truly there, the shepherdess was not there at all. The shepherd could no longer sing, fearing that this might happen to him as well, and hoping maybe he could save her. He tried to get her back to the boat and tried to get them back mountain, back to the remnant. But 
she wouldn't move. She wouldn't leave. And it was only many years later, when he was back on the water once again, that he realized that the shepherd's spirit was now the wind, the wind that sang so lovely in the blanket, as in the sail as he traveled those waters. And that's why that song that gets stuck in your head as you sail the sea, that's why it's there. You may not hear it, but part of you does. And it doesn't leave. Well, don't make deals with remnants, I suppose. Oh, I suppose not. Do you think hollows get any sleep? Well, of course, of course, there are theories. Uh, uh, I've heard, I've heard uh, people who study study the the the, the disconnect between the, the spirit and the hollow. Uh, uh, I don't think I'd sleep much if my spirit was off roaming and gallivanting through the oceans. Never get a moment's rest, would you? Maybe that's what dreams are. My dreams are mostly hot soup and warm blankets. Then I've never sung to a mountain either, so... Speaking of warm blankets, is it? Time for bed, I think. For tonight. I look forward to tomorrow, then. Good night, friends. Yes, yes, of course. Good, uh... Good night. Good night. <laughs>